Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. On today's episode, we have new updates from The Boring Company and their first Hyperloop test. Giga Shanghai is back on track for now. Texas Model Y production rolls on, SpaceX begins construction of a Starship factory in South Texas, Elon buys Twitter, and an autonomous Tesla crashes into a plane. So, let's get going. The Boring Company has secured over $675 million in new funding to expand their tunneling infrastructure program and implement a new high-speed transit system called Hyperloop. In a press release, The Boring Company said that a series of investors were able to support them during their Series C funding round, pushing the company to about $5.7 billion in value. The company is reportedly going to use this money to run its new high-powered boring machine called Proofrock. Representatives said in a statement, Proofrock is a next-generation tunnel boring machine designed to construct mega-infrastructure projects in a matter of weeks instead of years, and at a fraction of the cost. The current iteration of Proofrock, called Proofrock 2, is designed to mine at up to one mile per week, meaning a tunnel the length of the Las Vegas Strip can be completed in a month. Proofrock 3 is designed to be even faster, with the medium-term goal of one-tenth human walking speed, or 7 miles per day. In the short term, if each Proofrock 2 mines at 1 mile per week, and TBC produces one new Proofrock machine per month, then the Boring Company will be introducing 600 miles per year of capacity. As a point of reference, Less than 20 miles of underground subway tunnel has been constructed in the United States in the last 20 years, end quote. The first use of this machine will likely be as part of the Las Vegas Convention Center loop, which is currently undergoing a major expansion to reach the city's downtown core. In addition to Vegas, municipalities in California, Florida, and Texas are also in talks for new loop systems with the Boring Company. This is all extremely good news, but it gets even better because the company is also talking about implementing an entirely new high-speed transit technology that has been talked about for years but never implemented. In a recent tweet, the company announced that Hyperloop testing would begin at full scale later this year. Prior to the official tweet, Elon has been riffing on the Hyperloop concept in his Twitter replies writing, From a known physics standpoint, this is the fastest possible way of getting from one city center to another for distances less than about 2,000 miles. 
Hyperloop is designed as an ultra-high-speed public transportation system that uses vacuum tubes to achieve frictionless movement. Passengers would be seated in automated cars that rocket through a sealed tube. Because there is no air in the Hyperloop and therefore no wind resistance, the vehicles can reach speeds of over 600 miles per hour. A proposed Washington DC to New York City track would take less than 30 minutes according to the Boring Company. Hyperloop is a concept that has been around for a very long time. Elon published a 60-page document on his vision for a Tesla and SpaceX collaboration Hyperloop long before he founded the Boring Company. And Richard Branson's Virgin Group has been working on their own Hyperloop system since 2014. And in 2020, they were able to conduct a reduced-scale test where two staff members traveled 500 meters in a vacuum tube, reaching a speed of 102 miles per hour in just 6.25 seconds. However, just one month ago, Virgin announced that they would abandon the Hyperloop system for human transit, saying that they might still pursue the project as a way to move cargo, but not people. If the Boring Company can pull this off, then it will be a huge breakthrough. The adoption of Hyperloop Transit can do more to reduce emissions and fight climate change than electric cars ever could, because Hyperloop will drastically reduce our need for short-duration flights in massively polluting jet airplanes. Tesla's Gigafactories are all in the process of ramping up production right now in various ways, each working to overcome their own individual challenges. In Shanghai, over 8,000 workers were finally recalled to the plant on April 19th, and within the week, the plant is operating well enough to be producing about 1,000 units per day. That's about half of what the plant's pre-shutdown numbers were, but impressive in the short amount of time. By just the second day back at work on April 20th, images were showing the factory parking lot filling up with new Model Y vehicles. Giga Shanghai was able to get this done because they're operating in a closed-loop system a strategy that other companies in the area are adopting to keep their workers safe from COVID. Essentially, all 8,000 workers will be living on-site until the lockdowns are lifted, keeping them separated from the rest of the population and easier to quarantine if an outbreak should happen. But with the special precautions being put in place and the supply slowdowns we're seeing in Shanghai, it's pretty great news that production numbers have already come back to this degree. Meanwhile, across the Pacific, Giga Texas is pumping out more of the elusive and mysterious 4680-powered Model Y. The parking lots around the factory have been filling up with new Model Ys of pretty much every color in the Tesla lineup, with the exception of the Midnight Silver. The Austin plant has been producing Model Ys with the new 4680 cells and the structural battery pack. However, Tesla recently revealed during the Q1 2022 earnings call that it plans to also use 2170 cells in its Austin production lines later this year. We're still very much unsure about how many cars Giga Texas is building in a day or in a week. We don't even really know what the spec is of these particular cars. They could be more of the standard dual motor that was released at the Cyber Rodeo for Tesla employees only, or these could be something else entirely that are actually designed for customers. Elon Musk said that it can take nine months to a year for a new factory to reach volume production. Tesla reportedly is hoping to make about 1.5 million vehicles in 2022 across all their factories, so it's good we're seeing consistently rising numbers from all of the gigafactories. Speaking of Elon Musk's many factories, 
We've got pictures of the new Starship manufacturing plant being built in South Texas. Currently, Starbase's production facility has been housed in these big tents, which are referred to as sprung structures. It's basically the same thing they use at the Tesla Fremont plant to build the Model 3 and Model Y, which we know is not the ideal way to make a product and is the reason that Tesla is putting so much work into fully integrated gigafactories. Now we're starting to see that same concept arriving at Starship rocket manufacturing. New images show large steel beams and columns being erected on foundations at Starbase Texas. According to a report from Tesla Roddy, SpaceX aims to replace all of the Starbase's tents with a single 300,000 square foot building that will be about 60 feet tall and likely measure around 800 feet long and 400 feet wide. Starbase tents are roughly the same height, but their angled roofs mean that only a fraction of that height can be used for ring work and only a fraction of the floor space for taller nose work. While this is all very good news for the Starship program at Starbase, we are still left hanging on the future of the rocket launch activity from the South Texas location. FAA approval is supposed to be coming any day now, but I have yet to hear from a single person that is optimistic it will actually happen this time. More than likely, we're looking at another month of delay on approval, and given the state of booster and ship production and testing right now, probably a couple of months after that before anything is launch ready. All right, he did it. Elon actually did it. He's buying Twitter. The latest reports that we have show that Elon has made an offer that the Twitter board of directors couldn't refuse, and Elon is soon to become the new owner and operator of Twitter.com. Earlier in the month, Elon made a big purchase of stock that gave him the largest individual share of the company and flirted with joining Twitter's board, but was not given a warm welcome. A previous deal for Elon to purchase Twitter was similarly kiboshed by the board when they instituted a poison pill measure to keep Musk from buying the company by allowing certain shareholders to buy more stocks quickly, keeping someone like Musk from purchasing the company without board dealings. Not to be outdone, Elon pulled together some assets and made an offer to buy the company outright, which the board has reportedly agreed to. For $54.20 a share, Musk has purchased Twitter for a reported $44 billion total. For reference, Giga Texas costs just over $1 billion, and Elon has said that his total investment for all of Tesla's activities in Texas will be around $10 billion, or less than one quarter of the price of Twitter. Obviously, Elon has been a loud critic of Twitter's moderation, saying in an interview that he believes free speech is incredibly important on widely used platforms like Twitter, saying, quote, it's just really important that people have the reality and the perception that they're able to speak freely within the bounds of the law. I think broadly, the civilizational risk is decreased the more we can increase the trust of Twitter as a public platform. So, best case scenario, Elon rescues humanity from social collapse. Worst case scenario, he just spent $44 billion on an edit button. Okay, this one isn't really news, it's just a really funny video to watch, though we can probably assume that the owner of the $2 million Cirrus Vision jet aircraft wasn't laughing after a Tesla on summon mode drove straight into it. We're not entirely sure what the context around this whole thing is, but for whatever reason, someone decided to activate the summon feature while the car was parked in the middle of an airport runway. 
Tesla customers who pay extra for the full self-driving upgrade get access to a feature called Smart Summon, which will allow the car to drive fully autonomously with no driver for a short distance as long as it is not on a public road. This usually only works in parking lots. The idea is if you walk out of the grocery store with arms full of bags, you can just call the car directly to you instead of having to walk all the way to the car. First world problems, I know. Usually, a Tesla operating on Summon is extremely cautious about any obstacles in its path. Usually so cautious that the feature is basically useless because the car moves so slowly. But in this case, the vehicle didn't detect the tail end of a jet airplane and just slowly and steadily drove right into it, effortlessly spinning the jet around 90 degrees. The reason this happened is likely because the end of the jet is hanging above the ground. There's probably four feet of empty space underneath the structure, and since the Tesla is a car that drives on the road, the collision detection system is looking for objects that are connected to the ground. We've seen similar features in the past where Autopilot will T-bone a semi-truck trailer because it has such a long gap between the wheels. Of course, the real solution to the problem here is don't try and use a feature designed for car parking lots while your car is in the middle of a goddamn airport runway.